You are tuning in to the PE Volunteers Podcast, where we promote quality physical education and share ideas. Welcome to the PE Volunteers Podcast. Hosting today is Alex Allens, Crystal Williams, and Derek Zachary. This is episode seven, so let's get to it. Today are Daniel Hill and LaDunda Porter. Thank you for joining us. You two are awesome PE teachers out of Kentucky, but y'all are not just PE teachers. You are leaders in our field, advocates for quality PE, and great presenters. Y'all are just all around awesome people. I'm so glad to hear if you're here today because I know you all will be able to share a wealth of knowledge with our listeners. So we're going to get started by you all telling us a little bit about yourselves and how you met each other. And I'm going to start with LaDunda on that question. Oh, okay. LaDonda Porter. I teach uh, 6th through 8th physical education at Beaumont Middle School, which is on the other side of town from Daniel's school. Oh, me and Dan met many, many, many years ago. Gosh, it's been a long time. It's over 10 years <laughs> at least through conferences, I believe. Yeah. And then, you know, ever since we started this whole collab with the, the homies, it's like we are almost bounded at the hip sometimes he thinks says things and sends me things and i'm like dan yo get out of my head because i was just thinking the same thing too so i think we were meant to be now i'm all mushy we're meant to be (laughs) (laughs) dynamic duo i feel like the whole kentucky group y'all are all meant to be together (laughs) that's how i feel about it so daniel same for you um tell us a little bit about yourself uh, Daniel Hill, uh, just finishing up in the next few days, my 20th year elementary PE, uh, national board certified teacher. I love that process. So I highly recommend that anyone past president of Kentucky shape. Uh, I love what I do. Uh, and I love being around people that also love what they do. That makes me better, makes me a better teacher. Mm-hmm. So, uh, present company accepted. I just love being around passionate educators. Uh, I really enjoy that uh that fuels my fire and uh, it would be easy for me you know after teaching you know 20 years to kind of draw on that experience and just kind of do it like i've always done it but uh i just never i I don't want to do that because my students deserve better so uh continuing to learn and being around passionate people just uh like you all uh uh, not just in the volunteer state but across the united states i love uh, being around those passionate people so that's me and really quickly, Daniel, you um, teach K through five, right? I'm at elementary, yes, K through five. Got roughly about 700 students. Okay. And LaDonda, you're middle school, you teach middle, middle school? school. We have about 950 kids. Oh, and I've been teaching for 14 years, by the way, too. So it's not like I'm somebody new. I've been in the game for a while. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, about 950 kids. Uh, and that's uh, lower due to redistricting. So, it couple of years ago, we were almost at 1100. So a big drop, big drop. Yes. LaDonna, I heard you mention the old Kentucky homies. I I know all about that. And you guys have inspired other groups like us to want to create an awesome group that just come together. I think y'all are like a, a backbone for each other. You support each other. You help each other when you present. It's always great to have that bond, especially when you go into the presenting, because a lot of people get nervous about that. Could y'all tell us, how did you start uh, the Old Kentucky Homies group? 
Well, I can't take credit for it. That was all Dan's idea. But when he came to me with the idea of this group, I could, I mean, when Dan comes to me with something, because I have nothing but love for him, I can never say no, because that's my boy. So when he came with me with this idea about the homies, I, I was just like, absolutely, because I'm one of those people, I get really, really nervous presenting by myself and being with this group, it makes it so much easier because of the support that we have for each other, especially when we come up with ideas and then when we're ready to set up and then when we're actually presenting, I couldn't ask for a better group to actually present with, especially when I've had to present for my first time. So. He can give you the idea about how it came about, but I couldn't say nothing but yes when he asked me to be a part of the group. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't think the idea was all mine. It was definitely a team effort, but all due uh, credit goes to the Illinois Fab Four. Yes. Uh, the Illinois crew, uh, they present, you know, Mike Graham and Kelly Zerb, the whole crew, they, they are fabulous presenters and, and have been doing that uh, several years now. And, and they've came to Kentucky, you saw them in, in Asheville several times, just fabulous, fabulous presenters. Um, so they, they inspired us without a doubt. Uh, we just are copying what they do. But like I said before, it just, it's just so good to be around other passionate educators. Uh, and it, it makes presenting uh, better, in my opinion, because you, you share the load, you, know, you don't have to do it all yourself. Uh, and, uh, we, we, we love to expand the team. Uh, we were driving home from Asheville uh, National PE Institute, uh, and we were kind of toying around with names. Uh, naturally, it's a play on the song, My Old Kentucky Home. Uh, so that's how, I guess, we were driving. LaDonna and I said, that's the name. It's got to be. It's got to be. <laughs> and she, she will, she's our branding person. She, <laughs> she gets cars. She gets you a shirt. She, she'll hook you up. <laughs> I never knew that's how y'all came up. See, I, I knew I didn't know anything about that. I just thought y'all came up with that name, but from a song that was very good. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the branding. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and to kind of piggyback on what Ladonna talked, Ladonna talked about uh, with Daniel. I can remember when I first met you, Daniel. Uh, we were at, at in Asheville, and I found out you had just become an open trainer, and I did too. And we were just talking, and the one thing I remember is that you were very helpful. You were very giving and anything I can tell anything somebody asks you always willing to share and I have to give a shout out right now uh, about the SEL if you need help with social emotional learning information I always say contact Daniel Hill he is that guy well we all need that right about now right <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and if and if and when our students end up and we go back to the building in the fall uh, th that that need is going to be there uh, and that need and we all know that have, have been teaching for a while our kids have baggage and they bring that to school. So uh, we need to help them. That's our job. So it's in our content. Might, might, might as well do it. But I appreciate you saying that, that, that teachers helping teachers, that, that, that open uh, trainer module, uh, that, that Monto that they have, it's, it's, it's fabulous. I just, teachers need the help. Uh, and for years I kind of felt alone. I kind of felt mm -hmm. isolated because I'm the only PE teacher in my building, only person that does what I do, how I do it. Uh, so I, I need a network. So uh, that's why I keep coming back to conferences and, and share what I do. On that note, and by the way, I, uh, Daniel, I love your, uh, was it your fortress of uh, solitude that you have? Your, uh, I think that was a great idea. Um, a little obsessed, a little obsessed, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Batman my, man myself, so I, I think. We, uh, can, we can still be friends. We can still okay, be friends. All right. That's okay. <laughs> but, um, you know, you, you talk about, both of you are kind of talking about support and I'm kind of curious, how did you, how has maybe 
Twitter or social media have been another layer of that support? And how did you guys get started on that? Well, first, I used Twitter as a mode for kind of putting out there the things that I was doing in my building to the to the parents and to our district. And then it kind of took over in another sense to where now I used it more professionally because it, it was a great avenue for me to ask questions about how you go about maybe doing this type of activity or seeking more information on how I can better improve something that I'm already doing in my space. And now it's just blown up that it's crazy. It's the first thing I usually check in the morning when I get up just to see what's going on on Twitter, you know? So it's a huge piece of my professional career. And just like Dan, I'm an Island of one. I have nobody else I can go to. So sometimes my professional learning network needs to go beyond Fayette County or beyond Kentucky. And Twitter gives me that, that piece that I really need. Yeah, without a doubt. I, I feel like, like I said before, being isolated, being the only person that kind of does what I do in the building, I can't like have that person to lean on and person to vent to and, uh, and be inspired by on a day-to-day basis within the building. So I looked at social media. Without a doubt, Twitter has changed my professional career. I mean, met all of you uh, and got closer with, with many people across the nation. Uh, it, it, without a doubt is a, every time I hit that little bird, it's, 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 I learned something. It's literally that, that good. Well, and I'm always uh, impressed with the willingness of people willing to help out. And uh, I mean, I'll never forget when I first realized that Twitter was, could be useful. You guys know Ross Chocklin. I don't know if I'm saying great his last guy, name. Great guy, yeah. yeah. I, he posted something and I just said, Hey, I'd love to get this. And he said, sure. Here, he sent me an email, gave me, and I was like, Really? Um, you know I guess I'm curious is there something that you would like if if someone was listening and they're kind of new to Twitter is there someone you'd say you need to follow you know is there what's one resource you tend to go to day in and day out oh gosh present company accepted of course exactly (laughs) pick one person there's just so many out there I think the best thing they can do is just hashtag it hashtag HPE and then that's a good place to start. Wait, wait. If they're new to Twitter, a hashtag for us I'm old people is the pound sign. In my yeah. bio. If you that's are first here and you need to get on the Twitter, watch this video on how to get started. Start with a hashtag, pound sign. Yeah, it's the pound <laughs> sign, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, that, that question I think was posted on, on something very similar recently and uh, – I believe uh, Jamie Sparks mentioned it um, on the new uh, National Health and PE Institute that they're going to sponsor through ETR in Asheville. And he said, well, what kind of presenters, who do you want to look for on social media and why are they good? And that's hard. It is hard to say. They said, pick one. I know I can't do it. Uh, I cannot pick just one. But I, I personally I kind of analyze my my strengths and weaknesses and, and i look on that social media and find somebody that their strength is my weakness. Follow them. Mm, I like that. Yes. That was good. Look, you kind of just shut us down. We're all like, okay, can we take Daniel's? Where's your mic? It's in my you're, ear. It's in my you're, ear. Right you're now. challenging yeah. me. You're, you're, you're making me think more critically of myself, which is good. And I, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. That's what it's all about. So guys, I guess it's good to get to talk to you guys. I know I hadn't got to talk to LaDonna very much. I got to hang out with uh, Daniel 
uh, last year in the summer we had a tour of Tennessee and had a, had fun with it and uh, got to hang out some there and I actually got to meet the Kentucky homies. Uh, I think it was two years ago at the National PE Institute. And I think it was. It made me f- want the same thing in Tennessee that you guys had. You know, I want I want to be able to have a group like that 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 I can rely on. I can you know, bounce things around with. And you guys have seemed extremely close. You know, that's kind of what we, when we started our podcast, we, you know, we said, you know, we want to, you know, have something very similar to that. Even when we were throwing names around, you know, the Fab Four came up and then the old Kentucky homies come up. We're trying to come up with something, you know, that's, that's very catchy like that. So. All right. So, so what do you got so far? Let's hear it. Come on, break it out. Let's go. Well, we're, right now we're still on the, the PE volunteer uh, the PE volunteers. We're getting there. You know, we're Tennessee, right. the volunteer state, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. We, we were going to go with something with like Rocky Top, but Crystal wasn't big on that one. So. I'm not big on that either. Sorry, I'm a UK finger. We don't like that. That's Inspiration <laughs> will come. It'll, it'll come. But, but to, I appreciate you saying that, but teachers need a network. Teachers right. need a support group, and especially in kind of a specialized content like health and PE, we need support. And if you're finding a group that's willing to share that support with other people, more power to you. Absolutely. And, and the great thing about our group is we're not even all in the same district. We're all across Kentucky. So, and matter of fact, one of our members was at first a classroom teacher before she actually became a PE teacher. So within itself, she's getting some additional support because she's outside of her content area. And she does a very good job as far as seeking knowledge to help better herself as a physical education teacher. So I think that's a big thing too. If people are thinking to do something such as the, the homie group, you know, you don't have to be in the same district. We're all across Kentucky. So we're just the only two from that happen to be in the same. Right. <laughs> I called yep. on y'all email. I was like, oh, they're in the same. And so I texted uh, yeah. Daniel. I was like, y'all the same district? He's like, yeah. Hey, but the, I think, see, I, back to the volunteer thing. I think that's a good catchy one because we're going to volunteer to and help all PE teachers. I think it's great. There you go. I think it's You've great. You've heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. You it. heard it here first. <laughs> the old Kentucky <laughs> homies endorsement. <laughs> right. Hey, you just give us give us a t-shirt and we'll, we'll come no, down. We, we'll won't. Be... we need to do a t-shirt swap okay oh right. i love it yes, <laughs> i love it hey so uh you know back where we were at what's some uh activities which i know with the whole uh being isolated and everything right now but what's some activities you guys have picked up on social media that you know that was a hit with in the classroom that was kind of a game changer or maybe even some stuff that you're doing online right now currently so something that's a big hit with them and uh, LaDonna you want to go first on this one sure I am a catch-all of all curriculum kind of girl because I never really dabble in just one so um, I think before this whole COVID thing came down I think right open had just happened to drop the, the pickleball module and that was right when I was going to start mine, like two weeks later. And I was like, the gods have just put everything in alignment. And I shouted out to them on Twitter, like, y'all must have been reading my mind because this is exactly, you know, I'm always looking for new ideas to kind of 
you know, pick up my units and stuff to make them a little more exciting each time. So I don't, and like Dan says, fall in the same rut of doing the same thing all the time. So some of the activities I used in my pickleball unit and the kids absolutely loved them, especially when you're in a situation like mine where you have 66 graders in one space and you're still able to use these activities and it make it meaningful for the kids and they love it. That's the best thing ever. And as far as stuff online, shout out to Mike Morse because he stepped my game up. I'm like everything to my kids. Like, Miss Porter, I beat you. And da, 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 da. So it's, that's been a great, helpful thing for me to have, especially doing for um, online learning for my kids. So thank Mike Morris. <laughs> yeah, he's great. For me, not so much activities come to mind, but I'm kind of a technology geek. I try to learn as much technology as I can because, you know, like I said, you're roughly 700 students, quick revolving door. So I'm trying to look for ways to be more efficient, be more effective with that challenge. Um, so I looked at technology to do that. So this year, and LaDonna can speak to it too, uh, the uh, digital whiteboards were fabulous. Having the entire lesson visually, uh, I've got a lot of students uh, that uh, English is their second language and they could see the lesson. They knew what was coming. Uh, all the, the gifts and the visuals were up there. The standards were up there. Oh, that was a game changer this year. You know. It came from social media. Absolutely. Did you use a Prometheus board or like a projector? I'm, I'm just lucky enough to uh, have a mounted projector and it projects right onto the wall. And uh, yeah, it's it, it, without a doubt that hardware is a, is a game changer for me. It's it's an extra set of hands, eyes. It's an it's another teacher. I just literally just say it's up there. It's right there. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I started doing those uh, digital whiteboards at the beginning of the year. And, you know, if you've got your, your warm up, your instant activity posted there, mm -hmm. as soon as you walk in, they're not saying, hey, what are we doing today? And no, then, no, we still got that, didn't we? Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah we still got bit. that. Not all the time. And that's it's when up, I do like um, Remember last week you were here and I said, it's on the wall. It's, it's on the wall again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think with that whole digital whiteboard, you know, I had a, observation and I didn't know when my um, administration was coming in and matter of fact when they walked in they walked in with like people from our district like the big wigs from downtown and it was during class change and my next class was coming in and I had that digital whiteboard up because my kids have to answer a uh, entrance slip so to speak and it could be on what we're going to be doing that day or what they've done the day before and when they the big wigs walked in with my administration and they saw that I was like yo I just did that. <laughs> they had they had to call the janitor because they were drooling all over the floor. And they, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had popped my collar on that one. So <laughs> all thanks to social media levels on that one. So, <laughs> so Madonna, I taught middle school for one year, and when my kids used to come in, half of them would do a writing assignment or entry slip like you said and the other half will go dress out so do your kids dress out or do they have a dress out time or something like that they do so uh typically mine come already dressed because they're ready to get started but those that do have to get changed i give them a grace period it's usually a two minute grace period from when the tardy bell rings and they know that they have that two minutes because i set my big shot clock and they go get changed and they come right back out and they check in and then they start their little walk and talk. And it's, of course, you have to train them. But after like a first 
two, three days because we're an every other day, we're an A day, B day type of uh, environment. So it took me about two to three days to get them going. And after that, they're good. They, they know the routine. And even if, if I get a new kid, my OGs, as I call them, take the kid under their wing and they tell them exactly how my class rolls. I don't even have to really do anything, but just show up and facilitate because I got my kids going. <laughs> it shows that you really have a good relationship with your kids that they can happen in your class and run so smoothly. That's my number one thing. That's the yep. one thing I do strive to work on to find out not only just beyond their names, some of their interests, you know, things that they've done. What you do over the weekend? Oh, I heard you had a game the other day. So yeah, I really, really focus on trying to build those relationships with all 420 plus that I service every semester. <laughs> Uh, another thing I want to ask you about when I was researching on Twitter. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, yeah, researcher, right? <laughs> uh, I saw that you listed that you are the a coach and athletic director also at your school. Yes, and what do I not do? So, um, I coached volleyball. I've coached indoor soccer. I'm the intramural director, so I run an intramural program before school, at least eight times a month. And I coach track and field. I've been in the athletic director role for approximately about five years, which is a new thing for our district because before we never had middle school athletic directors. It was mainly just a high school thing. So yeah, I'm a jack of all trades, so to speak. I kind of facilitate our wellness program, our district wellness. Well, we have it for the whole state, but um, I facilitate that with my staff because I'm also worried about their well-being just as much as the kids. So yeah, I do a lot of things. I stay very busy. <laughs> and and the, the thing about that, you did all that and you uh, had something special go on this year. Could you tell us a little bit oh about that? Oh, my God. Very I, special. You know, Dan knows me so well. I, I really don't like talking about myself because I, I just always tell them I'm just doing my job. That's what I'm doing. So, yeah, I was a 2018 Kentucky Middle School Teacher of the Year. And then um, – I also won 2020 Southern District Teacher of the Year, and we just had the National Teacher of the Year um, ceremonies last week, which unfortunately did not win, but it's okay because of the way I look at it is I'm top five in the nation in 2020, and, you know, just having the accolade of being recognized just in my state was, you know, blessing enough for me, so... He knows I don't like talking about myself. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a huge honor to be recognized by people that really understand what you do. And um, I was fortunate enough to watch a Zoom of a Zoom of them showing, uh, you know, that that National Teacher of the Year award and something that was said about LaDonda's, I guess, class of National uh, Teacher of the Year uh, that they were all some of the strongest teachers ever for that so all due respect yeah, to all of them so that's we're just riding LaDonna's curtails cur here in Kentucky <laughs> right now so right. we're at basking in her air glory right now right you missed the conversation that I had with Daniel but I told him I was going to be calling you because I will be going up for that soon coming up this year I don't I know how that's going to look girl. <laughs> you know it's going to be a little yeah. different since I don't know if we're going to actually be at school so we'll see yeah, how that's going to go Anytime, you just let me know. I, I said, I told you she was going to say that. So <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the, the thing I love the most about what I do. I just love helping people, whether it's people in our profession or the, the students that I serve. So, or even the people in my, my building. So, Awesome. 
earlier, Daniel, I heard you mention about being National Board certified. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about that process? I know you said you suggested for anybody. National Board really is, is, is a wonderful process because you have to analyze yourself as an educator. You, it's several different, there's content knowledge, of course, and then there's four different components that you write about. And, and it's really driven about what am I doing to help my students learn? Uh, and if you can't really respond in a positive way, this thing is just frivolous. I'm not uh, my student. I can't prove that my students are are getting better because of this thing that I'm doing. Uh, then you might want to find something else. And it's all driven about student student achievement. But uh, you analyze yourself, and you know, of course, most districts uh, support that financially because there is a time commitment of doing national board. So, and you know, those four little letters after your after your name. People tend to understand that that's a lot of extra work and people tend to show you, hey, you, you seem to analyze yourself and you know what you're doing. Uh, so, yeah, I highly recommend it to anybody that's looking to, to further their career. So we always try to at the toward the end of our show, we always try to ask, you know, is there anything that uh, you'd like to tell our listeners out there, whether it be something, you know, that's going on with you right now or kind of a direction that you you want to lead our audience? Daniel, you want to start us out there? I guess uh, right now, being kind of away from school, away from our students, um, you know, having that disconnect, I hope that people will realize that connection is what's most important. You know, I, I realize that I could push out content and activities, but if that student isn't engaged enough to want to receive that stuff, then that's probably because I maybe have not done enough to foster that relationship and that's on me. Uh, so hopefully uh, people will analyze that after this, uh, you know, social distancing, we're back to school and, and this COVID thing is over if and when that people will realize that that's our job as educators first. Well, I think my biggest thing to kind of just to put out there to you guys in the uh, world of PE is I think with this whole situation that has arise with us being distant learning, I think now as uh, physical and health educators, we are relying on each other more than we have ever had in, in the past. And we need to keep doing that even after all of this has passed because banding together and doing what we love, the passion that we share for the job that we do, this is the great, greatest way that we can advocate for what we do and how we're going to put it out there, whether we're in the building or whether we're away. I totally agree with on that. There's been so much stuff that's shared through Twitter, through Facebook, all that, that people is just putting out there that's in just giving freely resources they're creating. And, and mostly it's good quality stuff. It's not just, you know, junk activities. It's, you know, people are taking time and, and really focusing on what they're doing. So totally agree with both of you. Can you tell our listeners, uh, you know, if they had some questions for you or they want to get in contact with you, with, you know, maybe email address or, you know, your Twitter handle or best way to get, get in touch with Twitter. You. I'm at L Porter PE. Send me a shout out, follow me, ask me a question. I'll do whatever I can to help you out. Uh, Twitter again is probably a good one. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at super Dan PE. Uh, kind of obsession with Superman. So, Thanks, Daniel and LaDonta, for joining us. And thanks to our listeners. Tune in next time to the PE Volunteers Podcast.